Welcome to the Darren Sargent Show, a podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. This is me, your host, Darren Sargent, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about one act of obedience. Can I say it again? Okay, I will. One act of obedience. Stay tuned right here on the Darren Sargent Show. Thanks for tuning in. If you are a student of the Word of God, or maybe you're just a casual observer, we've all probably heard the story of a prophet by the name of Elijah. He goes head to head with Ahab and Jezebel, kings and king and queen of the country that he was prophesying to. And he basically, in this battle, if you will, between this evil empire and this man of God, Elijah proclaims that there will be a drought. In fact, he said there'll be no dew nor rain till I say so, basically. And we find this all of a sudden story begin to take a unique turn. Once Elijah prophesies this in 1 Kings 17, the Lord instructs him instructs him to go down to a brook, a brook by the name of Cherith, and there the brook, he said, will sustain thee. In fact, I'll even feed you food every morning and every evening, the ravens. I mean, it was the original uh, dying, dash and dot. What, what was that thing called? I mean, there's so many. There's Uber Eats. There's there's dine and dash or no, that's, that's when you, that's when you don't pay your bill. That's not a good one. No, I knew someone at Bible college who did that. I better stop right now. They may be listening, but it was the first time that God had taken his man and put him in a place and said, I'm going to sustain you and you're going to be okay. Even though you faced off against an evil monarchy I'm going to take care of you. And so there we find Elijah in 1 Kings 17. And I just want to read read to you a few scriptures from this because I think it's so, so vital for us to get the context of our story today. So Elijah did as the Lord told him. This is 1 Kings 17, 5. So Elijah did as the Lord told him and camped beside the brook Cherith east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he drank from the brook, but after a while, the brook dried up. And the Bible tells us why, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. Then the Lord says to Elijah, now this is so interesting. So he's at this brook, he's being sustained, he's got water to drink from, he's got the original Uber Eats showing up in the morning and the evening, bringing him meat and bread and food, and, and he's okay. But all of a sudden, there comes a day when everything is done. It's over. You, your account is suspended with Uber Eats. And, and he is commanded at that point in verse number 8 to go and live in the village of Seraphath near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. So Elijah thinks, okay, this, this account is dried up. Now I'm going to go, and I'm going to go to the diner of a widow woman, and she's going to take care of me. But when he gets there, when he gets to Zarephath, 
when he arrives at the gates of the village, he sees this widow gathering sticks, and he says to her, bring me a cup of water. She goes to it, gets about doing it, and he says, hey, while you're at it, can you bring me a bite of bread too? But she says, I I swear by the Lord your God that I don't have a single piece of bread in the house. You're asking something that I can't provide you. In fact, all I've got is just a little bit of flour left in a jar, a little bit of cooking oil in the bottom of a jug. I was going to gather a few sticks to cook this last meal, and then me and my son, we're we're just going to die. We've got nobody to take care of us. But Elijah says, it almost sounds like Elijah is calloused. He says to her, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you've said, but make a little bread for me first. You talk about selfish. Give me some bread first, then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. And then he steps into this, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, is going to say to you. There will always be flour and oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. And she does what Elijah says. And the Bible says her and Elijah and her family continued to eat for many days. It goes on to say that it says that there was enough flour and olive oil left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. This one act of obedience by Elijah following after the voice of God and doing what God told him to do sustained. He thought he was going there for a free meal. He thought he was going there to be taken care of again like the ravens and the brook did for him. But in fact, he was going there to save the life of a widow and her son, not just provide for himself. He was going there to save the life of a widow and her son. One act of obedience set in motion something that took care of the widow woman and her son, took care of future generations. I think so often we, we think so much that our one act of obedience is just for us when in fact it could set in motion a supernatural destiny for those that are following after us. Now, shortly after all this, the Bible tells us, in fact, it's in the same chapter, that the widow woman's son died. I mean, God had taken care of them. They had enough food. But he gets sick and he dies, and Elijah then raises him from the dead. This one act of obedience not only sustained a widow woman and her son, forgive me for preaching a little bit here today, but it not only sustained a widow woman and her son, but it gave us a historical account of the power of God to work in a situation that never would have happened unless Elijah obeyed. I'm challenging you today. What is that one thing God's telling you to do that you think at first is just about you, but it could be the very thing that's setting up your destiny, not only for you, but for those that are following after you. Sometimes you just have to obey just go on that one word just step out and see where God takes it 
it may look like it's just something for you right now, but it could be bringing about miracles into the lives of other people, people you haven't even met yet, people that have not even crossed your path yet, situations that you have no idea are even coming down the path of your life. Yeah, I'm preaching. Hear me. When you obey God, you open up windows into things that are supernatural. When you obey God, you open up things in the lives of others that you never knew they could experience. It's just one act of obedience. Trust God. If he says it, he's going to bring you through it. It may not be easy. It may not be the best time or season. And you're looking at everything around you. Trust in the Lord. He's got a plan bigger than what you see right now. It's that one act of obedience. So take that step. Make that call. Send that email. Step into that promise. It may not look like a promise right now, but God has a plan. But all he's looking for is someone who will trust and just follow through in one act of obedience. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God's with you. He's got you. Step forward and believe. All things work together for the good to them that are the called according to his purpose. Step into it. <laughs> Step into it. That one of act one act of obedience could bring about future promises, future blessings, destiny that unfolds by you just believing in what God is calling you to do. Why don't you join me at darrensargent.com for more information. Thanks for tuning in. Have an awesome day.